Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Practical Growth Podcast. I am your host, E.B. Johnson, top medium writer, certified coach, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. This week, we are talking about a really interesting topic, and it's one that not a lot of people are really aware of, and that is the topic of trauma dumping. Trauma dumping, when you offload your pain and your upset onto the people around you because you either are unwilling to deal with it or you can't deal with it, and you do it in such a way that it's super destructive to the people around you. Just before we jump into that, though, I do want to remind you that applications are currently open for my eight-week private coaching program. There's a few spots left for the first session of 2022. So if you really want to make sure that you have a foundation to build from in the new year, that you can have the the skills you need to communicate better with yourself, with the people around you in order to build better relationships and better opportunities, then this is the program for you. Using neuro-linguistic programming techniques, I help you uncover a better self. I give you the skills to improve your own life from the inside out and to really make deeper connections with the life that you're building. This is a limited program. It is not made for everyone. So if you want to learn more and find out if it's going to be a good fit for you, head over to therealebjohnson.com. You can learn more about the way I work and you can access the application that will allow you to get into this program in the new year. So if you're ready to make that leap and really improve your life and your relationships, head on over and check that out. As for the rest of us, let's get into trauma dumping. Trauma dumping. What is it? What does it look like? How do we deal with it? That is what we are going to be talking about today as we deep dive into this super insidious trend that's destroying some of our closest relationships. In the most basic sense, trauma dumping is an unloading of heavy emotional burdens without permission onto the people around you. You either don't have the skills to deal with it or you don't know how to deal with it or you're just not willing to. It's You're really uncomfortable and so you just vomit and unload everything on the people that are closest to you, the people that you love and trust the most. The reason that trauma dumping is so important to talk about is because it's a big red flag. It's a warning sign. It's uh, an indication of something not quite right going on beneath our relationships. It can be a sign of low emotional maturity and intelligence in the people that we love, but it can also be a sign of selfishness. And that's something you should really pay attention to if you're someone who's had a pattern of dealing with covert narcissists. And yeah, it is a big deal. Trauma dumping is a big deal because it's emotionally abusive. And in the worst case scenario, it can be used by people that we trust in order to control us because when they kind of just interject themselves unexpectedly into our lives and dump all their negativity on us, it really takes its toll. It affects us. It's an emotional burden and it can emotionally harm us and damage us. It's a heaviness and that heaviness can make us easier to control, manipulate, it makes us sad. It really can be destructive in our own lives. 
So what does trauma dumping look like? What does it actually look like in real life? You know, when you bring this topic up, I had a lot of when I brought this topic up on Medium a couple of weeks ago, I, there were a lot of people who immediately were like, well, that's just venting. How selfish are you? That's just disgusting. That's what you should be able to do with a friend. But I just want to stress here that trauma dumping is not the same as venting. They're very different things. Trauma dumping involves serious, seriously emotionally upsetting or damaging information, right? It, it can cause a physical reaction as well as a mental or an emotional reaction in the people that we share it with. Trauma dumping is extreme, but there are also some like concrete factors that make it differ from venting. Uh, top of that is it's unexpected, right? It's completely unexpected. When someone trauma dumps on you, they just kind of burst into your life and just start spewing all this really heavy negative stuff. It's not the same as calling up your friend or texting them and saying, oh, my God, I just had the worst day. It's horrible. I'm in tears. My life's falling apart. Let's go get a drink. Let's go get a meal together. Let's go hang out. When that happens, right, when you receive that text message or that call from a friend, you understand what the expectation is. Right. You understand that if you go and meet this friend, they're going to be venting about all the really heavy stuff that's going on in their life. And they're probably going to be looking for your advice. That's not what happens with trauma dumping. There's no kind of askings of permission. There's no understanding or expectation. This is someone who just calls you in the middle of the day and expects you to drop everything to handle their emotional disasters, their extreme upsets, their trauma. OK, that's the big difference there. It also creates discomfort, which is not the same as venting. When your friend is venting to you, if they go on and on and on, you might get irritated, but that's not the same as the discomfort that's created by trauma dumping. When someone trauma dumps on you, you might find yourself crying. You might find yourself having an anxious response or being really angered and upset. It creates a strong emotional discomfort, and it's that strong emotional discomfort that you need to pay attention to. There's also a darkness to it. There's a deepness and a darkness to it that venting doesn't have, okay? When a friend is venting, they're just ultimately complaining. They might have some hurt feelings a little bit, some irritations. They might be angry or upset, but it's not the same as, you know, displaying your childhood trauma and putting all of these horrible, horrible traumas, again, the emphasis here is on the word traumas, out on display for other people to deal with. Because make no mistake, it can be an emotional burden on people, people who are dealing with a lot in their own personal lives, right? Just imagine it, you have a friend and you decide that you're dealing with all this childhood trauma and all this stuff's coming up and you just text them in the middle of the day about this memory that you have. But what you're not considering is that that friend might have a sick child at home. They might have a sick partner. They might be dealing with extreme money issues. Maybe they just literally lost their job an hour ago and you didn't even take the time to say, hey, how are you doing? Do you have space for this right now? We're all human beings and we all have very similar experiences, especially right now in this very chaotic world. We're all dealing with pressures. We're all dealing with hardships. No one listening to this is Jeff Bezos, right? So we all have to kind of go to work every day and figure stuff out for ourselves. And that is where we have to pay attention to the trauma dumping and pay attention to how we're offloading and unloading our burdens on the people around us because they have 
pressure points in their lives. They're dealing with pain and they may not have the emotional bandwidth to give us the support that we need. Now, when we're looking to see if it's trauma dumping or if it's just venting, we also have to look for a distinct lack of compassion. There's a lack of compassion in it. The person sharing this will see you getting uncomfortable. They might understand that it's a lot to put on somebody and that you may not be equipped to even help support them in any way. They may even know that you're going through a lot of really emotionally heavy crap in your own life, yet they choose to put their well-being over yours by dumping their crap on you. And that is not, that has no compassion in it, which is the basis of our connection with people, right? We have to have a compassion and understanding that needs to expand into empathy if we want these relationships to build into the long term. So we have to have compassion. That includes compassion when we're sharing our pain with others. You don't want to put pain into the lives of other people, right? Because it's not pleasant in your own life. So look for that lack of compassion. And last but not least, look for a certain amount of disrespect. When someone trauma dumps, it's disrespectful. It's not the same as venting, which, again, can be a bit irritating if someone's kind of like maybe being a little bit disrespectful of your time. But with trauma dumping, the whole act is disrespectful from top to bottom. And an example that I like to use a lot for this, again, refer back to my mother, who was unfortunately, because of her really horrendous life experiences, she had become a covert narcissist and When she had an issue, she had a problem, which was every day, which was everything, which was super serious and super personal and an attack on who she was. She would call me no matter what was going on in my life. If I was having surgery, it didn't matter. She would call me to dump, to vent. She would describe horrible things that had happened in her childhood if I tried to, you know, open up about things that were going on in my life. And if I tried to cut the conversation short, if I said I wasn't feeling well or I needed to go and take care of something in my own life. It didn't matter. It was totally blanked over. She would just continue. She would dump and dump and dump and dump and dump until I felt like I was suffocating as if I was going to snap. And that is where there is a distinct disrespect. Again, it's person prioritizing their well-being over yours and saying, I don't like holding on to this. This is making me feel bad. I need to put it on to someone else. And I don't care if that's disrespectful of their boundaries. But say it is trauma dumping. Say we do realize that this is happening in our lives. Why is that such a big deal, right? Isn't that what we just do in our friendships, in our partnerships, in our families? Shouldn't we just bear those burdens for other people? That's a response that I get a lot from people who have been programmed to accept a lot of toxic abuse in their lives and toxic behaviors. No, you shouldn't tolerate trauma dumping and you shouldn't do it to other people. And here's why. First and foremost, it's emotionally abusive. Okay, when you violate and disrespect somebody's boundaries that way, when you continue to emotionally harm them without caring about what happens to them, that's abusive. It's also a display of low emotional intelligence. When someone is emotionally intelligent, they have a heightened sense of empathy. They understand their pain and in understanding their pain, they know that they don't want other people to experience that pain. So when they share their stories, they do so in a way that is respectful and in a way that will not expand the pain they are trying to explain. And that, again, is a big difference. Again, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful of people's emotional boundaries. It can be disrespectful of their time. And it's certainly disrespectful of what they have going on in their own lives. It can be a controlling behavior. 
especially where narcissists are concerned. The covert narcissist loves, loves, loves to use this kind of trauma dumping in order to make you feel horrible, in order to make you feel small, in order to make you feel as though you are less than them. When they have these horrible stories that they can dump on you, you're more likely to just go, oh, well, we better just let them have what they want because they've had such a horrible time. And then you're controlled. Then you're easy to push around and manipulate by using these this victimhood and these victim stories. And it creates pain in the people we love. That's one of the biggest reasons that trauma dumping is so toxic. It creates pain and upset and hurt in the people that we love. It can create resentment when they see time and time again, you just bursting in, kicking in that door and just vomiting your negativity all over them. But above everything else, the reason why we should not tolerate trauma dumping is because it prevents emotional honesty in our relationships. And when it prevents emotional honesty, it prevents trust. And when we prevent trust, we prevent any kind of deep and lasting connection. When someone trauma dumps on you all the time, you don't feel safe to share your story. Even at a subconscious level, you're like, well, here is this person who just comes into my life all the time and vomits all over it. Well, I'm not safe with them. I can't go to them with my pain. Look how much pain they have. At the same time, your subconscious also realizes that you're not being respected. And if you're not being respected by that person, you're certainly not safe with them. And what relationship are you building on that basis? None. Okay, fine. So we understand that that's how trauma dumping affects us. We understand that it's bad for us, that it destroys our relationships. We know what it looks like and we know how it differs from venting. How do we deal with it? How do we deal with it in our own lives? How do we deal with it when we're doing it with other people? You got to look at it from a few different angles. First and foremost, boundaries have to be set. If you are the person who's getting dumped on all the time, you've got to set some hard and fast boundaries with the person who's doing that dumping. That means not answering texts, not answering calls, not dropping everything to listen to them. You need to let them know that things are changing. Tell them that it's changing and then follow through with the actions. That is how you enforce your boundaries and make it clear that you are not open for this emotionally disrespectful behavior any longer. If you're someone who tends to trauma dump on the people around you, you have to set your own boundaries. You have to figure out where the line is with the people closest to you. And that usually starts with a conversation. What makes them uncomfortable? How do they really want to interact with you? You need to look at that. Draw the line for yourself. Know when far is too far and what is not appropriate to share. And then you need to have some self-control and stop yourself. If that person's not ready to handle what you've got to share, if they don't have the emotional bandwidth in their life to handle that, to help you process it, then back off. Go journal or find someone who is fit to help you with that experience. Next, there needs to be a prioritization of well-being. If you're someone who's being dumped on all the time, it's time to put yourself first. You have a right to put your foot down. You have a right to say, hey, listen, I don't have the space for this right now. I'm dealing with a lot of really, really, really heavy stuff and I haven't opened up to you because I know you're dealing with a lot. But unfortunately, I just don't think I can help you right now. It is okay to do that. It is okay to put yourself first. It does not matter if it's your partner, if it's your child, if it's your mother, your father, if it's your best friend, it does not matter. If you are suffering and you are struggling to keep your own head above water, you can't help them. It's very similar to the 
the face mask analogy, right? You have to put your own mask on in order to get the air to help someone else put their mask on. Prioritize your well-being. If you're someone who trauma dumps all the time, then you need to have a reprioritization of your well-being. You are not the most important person in the universe. Your pain is not more important than anyone else's pain. It doesn't matter how extreme you think your trauma is or how much worse off you think that you've been in life. They, anyone around you, <laughs> deserves just as much respect as you want for yourself. And the issues that they have in their lives, the pressure, the pain, the struggles is just as relevant and just as important as your own. So reprioritize your well-being and understand that it is equal to those around you. It is not more important than those around you. Thirdly, there needs to be an encouragement, a push for proper support person getting dumped on all the time, you need to encourage the trauma dumper to seek out more help. Now, really, ideally, that would be professional help, someone who could help them appropriately deal with the trauma and the consequences of that trauma on their adult lives. But more than that, they may need a bigger support system than what you can offer. Maybe they need to open up to other friends. Maybe they need to open up to family members or find a group counseling, group therapy. There's all kinds of options out there, but they need to find more support than just you. In trauma dumping, we often find that one or two people kind of handle all of that trauma dumping. It's not necessarily done to everyone. But unfortunately, not one or two people can handle all of the pain that we have in our lives when we come from this dysfunction and this trauma. So you really have to encourage a wider net of support. Push your friend, your partner, your family member to go and seek professional help or at the very least seek someone else who has the emotional bandwidth to support them. Next, if you're dealing with a lot of trauma dumping in your life, you need to get yourself help and better support. This has been a little bit controversial. I know that I've been in several instances on Quora where I've gotten into heated confrontations with those in the psychology and mental health fields who think that it's not fair to say that your trauma can affect someone else, but it absolutely can. If you've been handling a lot of emotional trauma, it creates stress in your own life and you may need to go and talk to someone. At the very least, you may need to speak to someone professional about how to handle this friendship. How do you set boundaries and how can you follow through on these boundaries in your relationship? If you're the victim of trauma dumping, don't be afraid of or above getting the support that you need in order to recover. Find that peace. Set those boundaries in your relationships. And last but not least, you need to adjust to the discomfort of this strange new world. It's really hard to say no when you're someone who has just been the receptacle of everyone else's pain and trauma around you. It's not nice saying, sorry, I can't deal with this right now. People get upset with you. You might lose relationships. You might lose friendships, but you have to embrace that. You have to embrace that discomfort and know that protecting yourself and prioritizing your well-being is worth any kind of superficial consequence like the loss of a toxic person or their short-term venom. Because believe me, it will go away. If you're someone who's been taking a lot of trauma dumping, the odds are you're one of the only ones who's been putting up with it. They will eventually come back to you and want to do it all over again because it's usually a cyclical pattern. So it's up to you to put your foot down and embrace that uncomfortable feeling of protecting yourself because you're the only one that can do it and you have a right to do it. So adjust to that discomfort of saying no and embrace it wholeheartedly. Because ultimately, this is the only way we're going to be able to protect ourselves from this trauma dumping. 
it's a heavy, heavy behavior that can tear relationships apart and that can completely destroy the trust that we so desperately seek and need within them. Without this trust, we can't hold on to that connection. We push the people around us away. To trauma dump on someone is completely disrespectful. And more than that, it displays low emotional maturity and it can be a sign of selfishness and narcissism as well. If you're the victim of covert narcissism, you need to be careful. Look for that unexpected burst into your life, that discomfort, that deep and dark information that comes with a complete lack of compassion. You're not responsible for the emotions and the feelings and the happiness of the people around you. Trauma dumpering is not worth tolerating. It's abusive. It's disrespectful. But it's also manipulative, controlling, and it creates pain of its own. Don't accept this trauma dumping in your life. Put your foot down, protect yourself, and prioritize your well-being. You deserve a future that you can find peace and comfort in with everyone you're surrounded by. So seek that and hold strong for that. As always, thank you so much for listening. And to my readers, thank you so much for coming along on this journey with me. I really hope that you take away something from this episode that can help improve your relationships and improve your life. If you liked the episode, why not take a second to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'm currently giving a free ebook to everyone who leaves a five-star review. All you've got to do is click the little link in my bio, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Once that review goes live, snap a quick screenshot and send it to me on Instagram or by email. And that's it. Your ebook is coming right to you. I mean, who doesn't love free, right? So head over to Apple Podcasts now and leave that quick little review for everyone else. Thank you again for listening. Keep moving forward. Until next time. Bye-bye.